Is a truth universally I acknowledged. I have noticed my growing resemblance all that is to a gold daffodil. does not glitter. Not all. So I had Your reason enough in and the suffering for what you believe. If you want to rebel, rebel from this, inside the system. But because they tell us that dragons... I'm your host Vicky from Miss Vicky's Bookcase. Let's begin our story together. Welcome to this month's reading pile, where I tell you all about the books that I'm going to be reading for the next month. Now this month is quite a hefty pile because I'm taking part in a readathon. So if you want to go grab yourself a nice drink and get comfortable, I will take the plunge. Now before I tell you all about the books I'm going to do, I just thought I'd mention the readathon that I'm taking part in. It's a Harry Potter themed readathon, which is where you can take part in the Hogwarts exam. So you can take part in the Owls and the Newts. It's actually a two part series. And um, the person who's been hosting it, Book Roast, created a whole booklet on all the different uh, Harry Potter world uh, careers that you can take part in. And I was really struggling to decide between Aura or Librarian. I have to say Librarian one because I thought it was quite interesting going after the really rare books. But you also need to know how to do curses and things like that. So it was quite fun to pick my career. Now, I've already done the Owls, that was earlier on this year, and now we're on to the Newts. And thankfully, that is a lot smaller in some respects than the Owls. Having said that, I have nine books to read from this. I'm not sure how I'm going to manage it because I want to read other things as well, but we shall see. With that in mind, I thought I'd start the reading pile by doing all the different Harry Potter prompts that I am doing for this month. So to pass my new prompts and become a librarian in the Harry Potter world, I need to get an O in Ancient Runes, an E in, in Defence Against the Dark Arts and an E in History. I admit I'm planning to go for O in all three, but we shall see what happens with that because I'm not sure I'm going to manage it. Anyway, so we'll start with our ancient runes and for each subject I have three prompts if I want to go get outstanding. So for the acceptable level for ancient runes it is an author that starts with a B. And for this I went very simple. I went with Francis Hodgson Burnett with Little Lord Fauntleroy. This is a fantastic little read. It's very sweet. All about an American boy who finds out he's an heir to an earldom in England and his relationship with his grandfather and how the grandfather overcomes his prejudices. It's very, very sweet and a short read, which is partly why I picked it. So for the second read, uh, or rather second prompt, um, it is Read a Classic and I went with Emma by Jane Austen. Now this choice was heavily influenced by a book I read last month and that is What Matters in Jane Austen by John Mullen. He asks such questions as why is it risky to go to the seaside or who dies in the course of her novels? How much money is enough? Or what do characters read? And this inspired me to go and read Jane Austen again. I decided against the traditional classic of Pride and Prejudice because that has been read too much. And I decided against my own personal favourite of Northanger Abbey because I've also read that too much. I went for the one that was my least favourite and that is Emma because I felt like she was someone who I wanted to get to know better again. So there is that. Oh yeah, so Emma, I should just remind you all, is a novel that is all about youthful hubris and romantic misunderstandings. It's quite comical really and some of the places she mentions I actually lived nearby at one stage so it'll be interesting to see a different point of view of somewhere where I've actually visited. Moving on to the next prompt which is outstanding is to read a romance and that was a fantastically easy pick for me. 
I went for Midnight Sun by Stephanie Mayers. And yes, I don't care that it is Twilight. I really enjoyed it when I read it last, which was <coughs> only a month ago. And and after the last couple of months where I've had quite harrowing books, it's nice to read with something that, to me, is just a bit like eye candy. <laughs> okay, I'm really going to enjoy it. And I'm really looking forward to just the sheer sweetness that that book is going to bring. I just can't take it seriously at all, which is part of my enjoyment of it. Anyway, so that is all my prompts for Ancient Runes. Next is Defence Against the Dark Arts, and I need to get Exceed Expectations. However, I'm going to try for the Outstanding. may not make it with this one, and you'll see why in a minute or two. So if I want Acceptable, I need to read a horror or thriller. And there was no choice with this because I can't do horrors. They actually give me nightmares. So, and I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not afraid to own that one. Anyway, so I went with Thriller and I decided on Anthony Horowitz, The Sentence is Death. Now, I don't know too much about this one other than someone has been murdered in his home and there's a number beside the body and then the body count gets higher and higher and higher in this book. Now, I have read some of Anthony Horowitz's books before. He did the Alex Ryder series, which I enjoyed when I was younger. So it will be interesting to see what he's like writing for an adult audience instead. So there's that one. I should insert here before I go on to the next one that if you can hear something in the background, it's me moving the books because the books are piled everywhere on my desk as I'm recording this because sometimes I need to have the physical book in my hand to remember to tell you what it is. Anyway, so my next one um, is Exceed Expectations and that is uh, Demons or a Water Theme. Now, usually I'd go for the water theme easily and I would pick a Dudley Pope who is an awesome author and I really love his naval novels. However, I thought I'd better stop reading all of his novels over and over again and find something different. So this will please my husband a lot because I've gone for a Clive Cussler and this is called Valhalla Rising which is about a luxury cruise liner called the Emerald Dolphin who is powered by a new propulsion system and a massive disaster happens. It goes down, people are rescued and then there is the investigation in the sea. See? See? Um, wreckage uh, for signs of foul play and of course there's people who don't want the person... Uh, Pitt, I think his name is. Yes, it's Pitt to find out what happened. So this should be quite an exciting thing. I could almost put it down in the thriller section, really, but at least it's a water theme and it's not the same ones that I always read, which I'm sure will expand my horizon somewhat, which is what one of my reading goals is for this year. So I feel like I'm doing well with that one. Now, the last prompt in our last Defence Against the Dark Arts exam is outstanding, and that is a epic fantasy. Now, this is my jam. I absolutely love epic fantasies and kind of wish I read more. But the only downside of this is I have picked one and I call it a thick boy. And that is The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. This is about the sixth time I've tried this. I keep trying and I keep trying and one day I'll actually get past page seven. <laughs> I know, you'd think after the third or fourth try that I'd give up. However, because I only got to page seven, I don't think I can give up quite yet because I keep stopping and starting it. I'm sure once I get into like 30, 40 pages, I'll enjoy it. My fingers are crossed. This is where my I might do a DNF on this or I did not finish. We will see. If I can't make it with this book, the 
prompt that is then i will see if i can swap it for something else but i have a feeling that i won't be changing it for anything else and i only need exceed expectations anyway so i can just knock this one on the head if i need to and maybe i do need to because it's over 800 pages long and the stephanie mayer's midnight sun book was like 662 i'm not sure how i'm gonna manage all of these in all honesty and this is not my normal amount so <laughs> anyway i should stop laughing so much so we're on to my history prompt where i need exceed expectations and if i want to just get acceptable i just need to read a historical fiction and for that i chose a new author to me called caroline newick she's actually a local author to me which is quite exciting i thought i better try her i i don't try local authors very often but i thought i'd give her a whirl the book i'm going to read is called an illegitimate affair and trust me i had to practice saying that several times and it's set in 1374 in britain i believe sorry it's very dark in here yes in britain and it's all about this young girl alias who is disappointed in her husband and she then kind of flees to her mother-in-law who is a princess and disillusioned she finds comfort but it kind of turns dangerous do, do, do. I'm not entirely sure I'm going to enjoy this one either we will see at least I can say I tried even if I don't like it maybe I don't like the subject anyway we're getting off topic here so for my second prompt for history which is exceed expectations I have to read a book that has a mainly black cover now I decided to choose the 10,000 doors of January now I don't know very much about this one I might have a habit of saying that but I kind of like to be surprised sometimes um, it's all about a girl called January who is a ward of a Mr Locke and she basically feels like she's one piece of the furniture and then she finds a book which is mysterious and strange and it unlocks all different kinds of worlds to secret doors adventure love and it reveals impossible truths about the world so I'm kind of interested to see where this goes. I think it's been marked as a fantasy, I want to say, and there's lots of blurb on the back. I'm quite excited about this one. I've been holding on to this for quite a while now because I'm slowly running out of books in the lockdown. I'm very glad my library is opening very, very soon because I'm almost out. Anyway, so 10,000 Doors of January is my mainly black, black, I can't talk today, mainly black cover prompt. So if I want to get outstanding in my history subject, I have to read a book that is recommended by someone older. Now this is where I came a cropper. I had to adjust this prompt because I'm in that weird, uncertain, undefined age where I'm not in the young group and I'm not in the old group. And if I have to find someone who recommends a book that's older than me, it's really difficult because all the booktubers I watch they're all in the early to mid 20s and I am <coughs> older than that shall we say well I don't mind telling you what age I am but um, some secrets are best left untold so I did jiggle this uh, book prompt a little bit and went with a book that was published in the 1960s because I'm fairly sure someone in the 1960s would have recommended it and that makes them older <laughs> so I went with a science fiction uh, called The High Crusade by Paul Anderson. 
this book intrigued me because aliens come to Britain in 1347, I want to say. Oh, sorry, 45. And they kidnap part of the British army that is heading towards King Edward III to join him in the war against France. Now, the whole point of this is these aliens have a pact where they can only invade planets which have a similar technology to them or they can only fight um, worlds that have similar technology to them. So they thought of getting around it by employing units that were of the same technological uh, level to uh, the world that they want to conquer and i've seen this done with romans and i've seen another author do it with with a similar age group to the one i'm reading about so i'm kind of excited to read that and the best thing is it's really short again so i only have to read 189 pages this one I definitely know I can finish reading and I may just read this straight after Midnight Sun because it's very intriguing and it's a classic that I've never read before. So that is I believe all my book prompts for my readathon and if I have any time left for the rest of the month which I highly doubt because at least two of them are over 600 pages long. I do have two other books that I want to talk about plus two audiobooks that I want to mention as well. So if I get a chance to, I'm going to read Kings of the Wild by Nicholas Eames. Now this book also intrigued me because it's kind of like a rock and roll but in a fantasy kind of sense where uh, these group of middle-aged men, they've done it all, they're mercenaries, they've retired and then one of the mercenaries' daughters gets kidnapped and he wants to get the band back together again and go rescue his daughter. I like the concept of the book because it has a group of people who aren't in their early teens or early 20s which is kind of mostly what I read about more often than not and they are middle-aged or older which is great because we don't get enough of that in fantasy at all. Well you do but it's usually the wise elder person who will send the young person on the quest, kind of like Gandalf. Okay, granted Frodo Baggins was in his mid-50s when he went on his quest and Bilbo was 30 I believe but in my defence in Hobbit terms they're in their teenage years or only just slightly older so they're equivalent of early 20s or teenage years. I know it's weird to think of it like that. I, sometimes it takes a while for my head to get around it especially when I look at all the actors from the Lord of the Ring film and I think, man, they look really young. <laughs> anyway, if I manage to get all that done, I have one more book and that is Black Flamingo by Dean Atta. This is my young adult book. I do tend to read a lot more young adult books than what I've talked about this month. In fact, this is the only young adult. Okay, maybe Stephanie Mayer's. Yeah, that, that's young adult as well, but shh, we don't, won't tell anyone. Uh, this is the only other young adult book I'm reading for this month, which is quite surprising. And I'm not sure I'm going to like this one at all. I'm again expanding my horizons by trying different authors. And would you believe Mallory Blackman actually put a blurb for this? And The Guardian says it's bold. It doesn't give you very much information on the back other than Michael Waits in the stage wings wearing a pink wig fluffy coat and black heels so that kind of gives you a bit of a sample as to what it's like now the biggest thing as to why possibly i'm not going to like it it's kind of written in verse with strange texts and it's a bit weird for me i may not like it but i've got to at least try it at least once to try something different 
does remind me of the Illuminae files, not in sense of content, but more in how it's laid out, how they did it. Because uh, in the Illuminae files, if you weren't aware, uh, they do it in forms of different kinds of reports. So you don't really get to see the inner feelings of people, you just get to read the reports. So it's a bit weird in that way. So that's all the physical books that I'm going to be reading. And now all we have left is two audiobooks that I want to talk about. Now the good thing about audiobooks is I can listen to an audiobook concurrently with just reading an ordinary book, which I'm very grateful for because I have two reserved with my local library. Um, because of COVID, um, it takes a long time for books to cycle through a little bit due to digital rights management. And I can totally understand that sometimes it can be frustrating though but it just so happens that two of my audiobook reservations are actually going to come through this month the first one that i'm going to be reading which comes to me on the 12th of august is the disasters by mk england and actually this is a young adult i know i just said i wasn't really reading any young adults this month but tell a lie i've just remembered that the disasters is a ya fiction novel it's i think it's science fiction it's quite a short one which is great because the next one comes quickly after that uh, within like five or ten days but this is basically the underdogs can win type situation where a hotshot pilot is kicked out of the academy in less than 24 hours and as he's being shipped back to earth with other washouts where they witness a terrible crime and they are the scapegoats for it and they have to try and convince people that they're not the ones that did it while on the run so it's kind of like a high stakes action type thing with apparently subverse, subversive humor so we'll see how that goes and hopefully i will enjoy it at least that's my fingers crossed so that's the first one now my second audiobook that I've gone for for this month and I've been waiting for this for most of the year because I've heard it is absolutely amazing and that is Becoming by Michelle Obama. This is her memoir of her life and how she became the woman she is. I'm quite intrigued by this because I think she is such a powerful advocate for women and children especially in the US and I really want to get to know her better. And even better with this book is the fact that she actually reads it. I'm a great proponent of people reading their own memoirs because they give so much depth and feeling to it that you wouldn't necessarily have if someone else read it. So I'm definitely going to listen to that. So there you have it. That is my, I think, 15 books plus two audiobooks for the month. I'm not entirely sure that I'm going to get through it all, but I'm certainly going to give it my best effort. And don't forget to check back next month to see if I have made it with all 15 books in my roundup of the month. I will see you next time. Bye! Our story together has come to a close. Join me next time for a new adventure. Ankh Morpork. Pearl of cities. People really are this like houses. This is not. With vast rooms and tiny Libraries rooms. were full of ideas. Perhaps the most dangerous and powerful. She delighted in the smell of the ink, the rough feel of the paper. Had commented once. That Neil had a gift for making someone want to punch children is not a good children's story. Very weak-minded, refused to be influenced by literature and culture.